Welcome to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Now here's your Lighthouse Council host. Hello and welcome to The Beacon podcast. I'm Lighthouse Council Senior Consultant Martha Ross, and I'm so happy to be here today with our guest, Ken Cheeseman. Ken is the head of school at the Webb School, a boarding and day school in Bellbuckle, Tennessee. Welcome, Ken. Thank you, Martha. I'm excited to be with you. Uh, talk about the Web School and all the good things going on there. Thank you. Delighted. And I'm looking forward to this conversation about the challenges of leadership and fund development at a boarding and day school. But first, let me tell our listeners a little bit about you. Prior to Web School, Ken served as head of school at Fort Worth Christian School in Fort Worth, Texas. He has also held positions of head of school and academic dean, respectively, at St. Paul Christian Academy and Brentwood Academy, both in Nashville, and served in various leadership roles at TMI Episcopal in San Antonio, the Macaulay School in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and Woodbury Forest School in Orange, Virginia. So welcome again, Ken. I'm delighted to have this opportunity to talk with you, and I look forward to your insight. So let's get after it. First of all, where we always, I always begin when I'm looking at an independent school or even a business or a corporation, I look at the mission. And I just was so struck by the mission of the web school with phrases like we are turning out tireless workers who work effectively, accurate scholars, that is so pertinent today, um, who know the finer points of morals and practice them daily and are always courteous. Talk to me about how that mission statement was done, because it's really quite an unusual one in my work. Well, you are absolutely right, Martha. Um, It is unusual. The language, we don't talk that way much anymore, and I'm I'm sad about that, uh, because I love it as well. Uh, We were given this mission statement by our founder. Uh, We're 154 years old. So one might think that, well, you need to change your mission after 154 years. And we actually, as part of good practices, we look at the mission uh, every couple of years to make sure, is it still relevant for us? Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's fun to hear you say, yes, it's relevant because uh, we look at each of those phrases and they inform everything that we do, the way we think about our engagement with our students, the way we plan programs, um, the way we engage with prospective families. So it it really does uh, impact all that we do. And let me take that first phrase, Martha, and talk just a minute about that. So turn out young people. So that indicates a process, right? What we know Mm -hmm. is when our students arrive and as sixth graders, seventh graders, ninth graders, whenever they come to us, there's a process that we're committing to with them and their parents. And when they leave us, when we turn them out, uh, we do want them to have learned how to be tireless workers and how to do that work effectively. And as you said, um, those skill sets are as relevant today as they ever have been. And boy, do we not need accurate scholars more today than ever? Wow. Um, With technology being what it is, right? Like You better know what's the source. Is this accurate? Is this true? And so we we spend a lot of time uh, on that. And then relatedly, uh, to know the finer points of morals and not just to know them, but actually to practice them. And we have many accountability systems throughout uh, our time together with students and faculty to know this. And then to finish up with, again, 
particularly after the summer of 2020, who are always courteous, right? To actually have a dialogue with somebody where they can listen to you and you can listen to them. You in, indeed need to be always courteous. And so one little fun story I'll share with you as we finish up the talk about the mission is there was another phrase that came after this that we actually changed. Um, and it said, who are always courteous without the slightest bit of snobbery. And yeah. so as we recite this every Monday in our chapel, uh, the students led by the seniors still say that last phrase without the slightest bit of snobbery. So uh, I love that. I love that too. That's, it's terrific. Don't, well, I can't say don't ever change it. As you say, you have to keep reviewing these things, but it surely was a profound mission statement that has served the test of time. So Web School is like this gorgeous, wonderful um, campus in a, a wonderful part of Tennessee. Um, near Nashville, but not in Nashville, which is in a lot of ways could be seen as, as a, a good thing because Nashville is a very thriving, busy, 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 busy place. And so you get to access that and yet you're not there, which for children might be a good thing. And That's young right. adults. So the world, something that um, I've seen also and heard you say is the world is in Bellbuckle. Uh, 17 states, all those. Talk to me about the population, the the demographics that you're having at Bellbuckle and at the web school boarding. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, it, it is. Um, it is indeed the world in this little town of Bellbuckle, Tennessee. We have um, students from 21 different countries and they come from five different continents. We have students from additionally 17 different states. And then all around uh, Middle Tennessee, we'll have some that'll come from the Franklin area, McMinnville, um, Tullahoma, uh, Shelbyville, obviously Murfreesboro, and lots of small towns. But what that means for us is the local students and the international students come together, about 140 borders in, in the mix. Um, so about little, about half border, half border. Uh, day students in the upper school and so they're coming together and they are learning while living together and taking classes together and you know paddling down the river together they're learning different cultures they're learning the human beings uh, that come from china and western europe and south mm -hmm. america and as i tell them often i tell their parents you know we need them to see each other uh, as human beings because the world needs them to solve these vexing problems that our gen their generation and our generation face, right? And part of that mm -hmm. is they have to strip away uh, some of these differences that we see and see the commonalities that we have. And that happens every day at the web school. And uh, I, I love being a part of that environment. And it, it energizes and charges our faculty as well. So a lot mm -hmm. of positive energy uh, with a really deep purpose of Let's live out this mission and equip these students to go out and, and change the world and solve these these big problems that we face. Wonderful. And it, and talk to me a little bit about that relationship between uh, the faculty and, you know, boarding schools are tough assignments. You have to be a pretty special person because it's 24 seven almost, you know, and Talk to me about the relationship between faculty and students and how it's working and how it works best. Yes. Uh, so this term in loco parentis yes. is something that uh, we talk about, right? Um, yeah. 
Kathy and I have four children ourselves, and so we have a deep sense of of what that means to serve uh, as a parent for many of these uh, young men and young women who uh, are half a world away um, from their parents. And so just like with our own children, the positive outcomes really are born out of knowing our students. Um, and so, as you said, in a, in a boarding environment, we get to know them really, really well. Interestingly enough, at Webb, um, many of our day students come in early uh, and stay late so they can share meals with their friends um, who are boarding. And so, but knowing the students um, as, you know, talking to them through the mealtime, and then visiting them in the dorms as they're doing their homework. Or let's say I, I teach them ninth grade English and I know uh, that they're struggling with something. I can just walk over to their dorm room uh, during study hall and say, OK, remember what we talked about. So show me what you're doing now um, and help them in that way. Not only does that help them academically, but there's a relationship that is deepened in that moment. So it's really it gives us the ability to know the hearts of these students and build trust and rapport and helping them be their best is born from that place of authenticity. Right. You really mm-hmm. know these students and they they know that you know them and they know you want the best for them. So uh, it's hard to substitute the power of those kind of relationships. And so to be at a web school, that's what you get. And it makes a difference for a lifetime. It does. And and coming from 21 country, 21 countries, that's a lot of different it countries is. and five continents and 17 states. What do you how do you pay attention to homesickness and um, loneliness and isolation? Yeah, great question. Um, so um, paying attention to those important pieces of what it's like to grow up, especially if you're halfway across the world from your family and your culture. Um, is those relationships, right? It's knowing them, knowing when they're perhaps a little bit off um, and and weighing into that, going, how you doing, right? So it might sound like, well, Martha, you just haven't seemed like yourself today. Tell me what's going on. Let's put this the academic work aside for a minute. Let's just talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the faculty do that often, but they're also supported by two full-time counselors uh, who are specifically trained um, to help our students and train our faculty, equip them to be uh, even better in this social emotional uh, space. And we also have um, different groups set up uh, within dorms and and across campus where students can sort of take care of each other as well. Uh, mentoring programs and um, affinity groups uh, where students can feel like, yes, I can really let down and, and be uh, authentic and vulnerable here. So. Mm-hmm. We, we really look at the whole structure um, and make sure that we have uh, means and ways for the students to really engage um, at the heart level, at the, at the authentic level. So um, Excellent. a lot of people. Yep. And with the parents, because uh, staying in touch with parents on a day school is one thing, staying in touch with parents all over the world. Do you have anything special that you do or, or different that you do with that? Yeah, I, probably other boarding schools do this as well, but we use Zoom to connect with parents in other countries. And we also recently have begun doing something that is really effective. 
So I'll take the Chinese uh, students. So we have a couple of our older Chinese students who are really helpful to us in translating, using WeChat, and understanding some of the cultural nuances between us adults and parents that we might not understand. Um, and I've just been really, the word I would use is blessed by that process of really using our students to say, hey, tell me how parents might receive this. What do I need to think about? How do I need to help them understand what we're trying to do here? Um, and so it just creates a deeper family. That's wonderful. So when it's all said and done, uh, and you've turned out potentially tireless workers and those who are always courteous and contributing and living as the moral and ethical life that they have chosen. Where do they go? What do they do? What is what? Where do web students go when they've matriculated and are graduated and move on into the world? What are your aspirations? Yeah, so our, our top students, uh, top quartile or top third of our class, they're all going to be going to top 30 universities. Um, just this year, we've got uh, some going to Johns Hopkins and Vanderbilt and NYU, and several of the UC schools. We've got one going to West Point as oh. well. And uh, so that's what it would look like for probably the top third of the class. Um, and, and the rest are going to be spread out all mainly throughout the Southeast, um, in different colleges and universities, but all of our students will go on uh, to college. Um, and then they, they do really, really well. I was just talking with a group of four young ladies who came back. Uh, they are freshmen um, at, at schools up and down the East Coast. And so I said, so tell me, um, how has the first semester been? And they said, wow, we were surprised at how easy it was. <laughs> it doesn't seem quite as hard as web. And I said, well, tell me about your writing skills and your communication skills. And they all four just lit up, Martha. And they mm -hmm. said, we realize how much better writers we are than many, many of our peers. And you told us that, but now mm -hmm. we're experiencing it. So that's a real strength of, of the web school is we write often, we write much, um, and the students really are, are quite good uh, in that arena. And it's always been important because, you know, I've been a writer my whole life and a communicator, but particularly in the EPO, we find ourselves of communication, how much more important it even is today than it was in my day, so to speak. Um, so I think Absolutely. that's terrific. Yeah, really terrific. All right. So what have we not talked about that that I've missed or something that you think that's really important that uh, you'd like to share? Yeah, I so I think one of the other things that is really important at the web school, and I would say should be important at, at any boarding school particularly, is we have a program that's called the WILD program, um, the Wilderness Instructional Leadership uh, Program. And so our students every single weekend, Martha, are going to have options to kayak, canoe, hike, um, the seniors, uh, the week before they graduate, all go to the Appalachian Trail together uh, and spend a week on the trail. And the last night is they, uh, they're given back um, notes that they wrote to themselves as ninth graders around the fire, and they reflect on that. So mm -hmm. nature and place uh, are really important parts of a web experience. And that 
you know, cuts across all cultures. And so there is, there's a, a deepening of, of uh, connectivity that happens at web by intentionally using the outdoors as well. And so um, for anybody who's looking um, at a boarding school, who's listening, um, that's a sweet spot for web. And I, as I travel around and talk to our alums from um, men in their nineties to our recent uh, men and women who have graduated, they often talk about how transformative web was and a piece of that was the outdoors and, and yeah. what it meant to them. And you're in a beautiful spot for that, you know, as Indeed we are. Yes. outdoorsy and safety outdoorsy as you can get and because safety is also a concern always. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, uh, you know, boarding schools uh, have always been an expensive route to go. Um, how does the web help students, the web school, you know, to, to make this work? Yes, just like colleges, the expense of having students on campus 24-7, it's, it's significant. Mm -hmm. But our board has made significant amounts of financial aid available. And so we work through a third party. Families would fill out their financials and that third party would say, hey, this family can afford X. And so um, about 60 plus percent of our students are on some form of financial aid, um, specifically through our financial aid program. That's amazing. Um, so, I've really enjoyed our time together and it looks like it's coming to an end. So I thank you very much for taking the time and your energy and you're, you know, you're just a super head of school. And I will just say that that's just me to you. And I appreciate you very much in the work you're doing. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. So thank you for joining us today. And to our listeners, you can connect with Ken on LinkedIn and you can learn more about him on the Web School website. It's a beautiful website and easy to uh, traverse, I find, at thewebschool.com. So thank you for listening, all of our listeners. I'm Martha Ross for Lighthouse Council. I hope you'll join us next time for another episode of The Beacon Podcast. Thanks for listening to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Tune in every week for nonprofit topics with special guest interviews. Suggest future topics and learn more about upcoming podcasts and guests at lighthousecouncil.com.